Dress, The History of Fashion is a production of iHeartRadio. With over 7 billion people in the world, we all have one thing in common. Every day, we all get dressed. Welcome to Dressed, The History of Fashion, a podcast where we explore the who, what, when of why we wear. We are fashion historians and your hosts, Cassidy Zachary and April Callahan. This week... Listeners, we are bringing you our bi-weekly mini-sode, which we call Fashion History Now, where we keep you up to date on lots of things that are going on in the realm of fashion history, things to see if we weren't all under quarantine, et cetera, et cetera. And before um, we go into this, I just cast, I want to say that I personally am feeling a little bit bombarded right now with like all of this content that's yeah. like <laughs> being kind of thrown at all of this right now. And and we don't want to necessarily do that to you guys. So consume at your own pace, right? Yes, consume responsibly. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing too, right? There's this temptation to be on your phone more than normal because you are home. Maybe you have a little bit more time on your hands. Um, and then like April said, you get on Instagram or um, on Facebook or whatnot. And there's just so much coming at you, all those live videos and, and all these new, you know, transitions to online platforms, which are actually really positive, And there's so much good things happening out there. But we totally understand we're both overwhelmed. We get it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of like digital FOMO, right? It's like, no, 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 I really need to tune into this lecture. Or I really need to take this webinar. Or I really need to do this or that or whatever. And, 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 and from speaking just for myself personally right now, I'm starting to feel the opposite. I'm starting to feel like the opposite reaction of, of like, constantly like trying to learn and cram new things in my brain. I kind of just want to be a human being at the moment. (laughs) Which you can um, (laughs) unwind and you can, um, you know, get away from your phone and maybe pick up some books um, to read or get out in the fresh air if you have that option too. Not everything has to be online, even though what we're focusing on today is things you can do online. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Or not. I have a couple that are IRL, so there's that. Oh, fabulous. What would you like to talk about first? Well, actually, April, I am very excited about something called the Advanced Style Challenge. Oh, yes, I have. I'm sure you're familiar with Ari Seth Cohen and his Advanced Style blog, um, which is, and I mean, really, it's a movement at this point. Um, But for those of our listeners who might not know, Ari is the um, brains behind this incredible I think it started out maybe as a blog, maybe it was a journal article or um, like a column. I'm not really sure, but he has a website and a blog called advanced.style. He's a photographer and an author, and he's the creator of this advanced style project, which according to his website is devoted to, quote, capturing the sartorial savvy of the senior set. Mm-hmm. And he says that I feature people who live full creative lives. They live life to the fullest, age gracefully, and continue to grow and challenge themselves and really sartorial splendor. So many incredible men and women featured on, like I said, this blog, website, and his Instagram at Advanced Style. So he posited a challenge to his followers. It's called hashtag Advanced Style Challenge. 
And he writes, right now, it's more important than ever to support our older populations. And so he's really um, asking his followers to interpret their favorite advanced style looks using this hashtag and then citing the name of someone in their life that they want to honor. Have you seen these, April? They're really such beautiful tributes. I have, I have. And, and, and if anyone hasn't already been to the site and you don't know about it, basically Ari features, and he has an Instagram as well. I don't know if you mentioned that already, Cass. Maybe you did. But basically he features seniors who are like literally killing it with their style. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And so many of them on the streets of New York City. I know I've seen many of these women at like auctions. Um, I used to see them about Fashion Week, you know, walking across the way. <laughs> yeah. You can't miss them. Um, of course, you know, they're not a group necessarily, but just we're just talking about women like that and men that just express themselves in the most beautiful ways. Um, so Ari actually started this challenge. He did um he did a leopard printed tribute to Barbara Chapman. And then I don't know if you saw Amber Butchart, um, who's past dress guest, fashion historian. She did a tribute, she did her own version of it, but she did her tribute to Ari. So she recreated his look <laughs> um complete with stippling for uh, the beard. So that was really, really fun. There's so many things to um, to really explore with Advanced Style if you're not uh, if you're new to um, this blog website Instagram. He also has an incredible documentary that's streaming on Amazon, YouTube. You can go to Advanced Style the movie. But April, I think I have to ask him to come on the show because he just released a new book called Advanced Love which includes Highland Booker. Yes, exactly. A past dress <laughs> guest, Highland Booker, um, fashion designer. He was the very first guest we ever had on the show. He worked for Worth, um, the House of Worth in the 1960s. And him and his wife, Charlotte, are featured. They're such a beautiful couple. But this book um, includes profiles on 40 inspiring couples from around the world. And he says the profile explores themes of love and companionship through firsthand insight from the subject. They share their stories of falling in love, what they have learned after decades of partnership, and valuable relationship advice. And of course, it's all done in high style. So I highly suggest you all check it out. Yes. And I have maybe some general book recommendations to speak about. And Cass, this is actually something that you touched on a couple weeks ago because you referenced the Hellbrunn timeline of art history um, that the Metropolitan Museum of Art has on their website. Well, I happen to be over there doing a little tinkering about from for some research for something that I'm working on. And I didn't realize that under the museum publications page, there are actually nearly 600 individual titles exhibition catalogs specifically that you can download for free. And many, many, many of these uh, catalogs are um, belonging to fashion exhibitions. So we have exhibition catalogs written by Diana Vreeland, by Richard Martin, by Harold Coda, Andrew Bolton, and cast just for you, the Poiret catalog is on there yes. for free. And I can't recommend that one <laughs> enough. Also the Alexander McQueen catalog for that exhibition, Savage Beauty. Oh my goodness. I don't think it's free though. Oh, it's not? That one's not free. But the Dangerous Liaisons catalog is oh. and tons of others. So fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah. Well, since we're online, before I go, like I said, in real life here in a second, 
One more other fun thing, head over to colornames.org because apparently there is a not-for-profit organization that has taken on this idea and enlisted all of our help to help name every single color in the RGB web space, (laughs) which is literally millions of colors. What? More than 1.3 million colors have already been named. But basically, you just hit the random search button. It will bring up a color that hasn't been named, and then you can name it. It's Whoa, that is so fun. I'm looking at it right now. (laughs) I I got on there for the first time and and I meant to just like try it for like five or 10 minutes. And then like 35 minutes later, I was still naming colors. And apparently it looks like you can vote for um, or against these new submissions. Yeah, and when that only happens is if somebody has already used that name for that color or perhaps a different color. And so then there's a voting of like where that name should actually land. But um, play around on there. It's, it's, it's wildly fun. Yeah, I mean, let's look at some of the color names. We have Yellow Sun is Dead. <laughs> Wine Drunk After Your Divorce. <laughs> Glitched in Fear, which is this kind of lime green color. Solid Rare Rose, Fake Sunrise. Oh, these are so fun. Yeah. And it's basically like, you know how we all have, or I don't know about we all, but I always fantasize about naming nail polish colors. Well, maybe they won't be nail polishes, but here's your fantasy come true to life. Here's your opportunity. (laughs) Oh, this is super fun. Yeah. Get on there and have a blast. I'm already there and now currently distracted. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Something I wanted to share is an online exhibition um, called Masked Heroes, Facial Coverings by Native Artists Online. And I found out about this because my friend, this incredibly talented artist, Pilar Goyo, submitted um, two pieces to this exhibition. So the exhibit is, um, it's with firstamericanartmagazine.com. Of course, it is, quote, in response to the rapid shuttering of art galleries and museums to help slow the spread of COVID-19, First American Art Magazine launched a call for this virtual art exhibition, and they write that the Native art community has responded to this crisis with compassion, generosity, bravery, and hope. And through Masked Heroes, we want to celebrate the resilience of Indigenous people and help share the beauty that Native artists have created in the face of our shared crisis. So um, Pilar was just one of 72 artists that responded to this call for entries. There's 123 masks, so you can head over there and check it out. And they've divided it into themes. So you have abstraction from the water, plant world, two-leggeds, four-leggeds, and winged beings. And Pilar's submissions are insane. They're both (laughs) (laughs) three-dimensional. They're both, if you know her, you would know they have to be studded in some way. Um, So there's uh, metal studs. um, They're bedazzled. They're three-dimensional. And they're called Bread is Life. And the other one is called Protection. I'll probably share them on our Instagram stories. And then we'll also put a link to this online exhibition in our show notes. But this is just another example of how, you know, we always talk about this on the show, how fashion is always going to respond to the world around it. Immediately. Yeah. It's not a vacuum. It's going to respond. And so it really surprises me, Zero, that face masks have become a site of fashion and of creative expression. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And are these available for sale? 
Some of these are um, are pieces of art, while others of them are actually made to be worn. So I think you can head over there and check it out to get more information. But definitely do. I mean, this really just speaks to people's innate desire to decorate their bodies, but also to express themselves. And this is in a really special way. So check it out. Yeah. I mean, I have to say, I got on the bandwagon a couple weeks ago and went on Etsy and I was like, okay, who is a local Brooklyn, because I live in Brooklyn, uh, artisan that I can support that's making masks? And so um, I have been rocking a really very cool mask made by a Brooklyn artist that is black sequins, but then when it shifts (laughs) in the light, it's actually gold. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> I have not gotten there yet, although I do want to buy one of Karina Emmerich's designs. She has really, really beautiful um, face masks that she was making well beyond before this pandemic happened, yeah. but I, I have yet to do that. I'm still resorting to making my own with two rubber hair rubber bands and like a bandana, <laughs> which you can also do. Although I don't necessarily recommend it for like sustained use. Yeah, because um, I, I tried one of those too and it, it kind of really hurts the back of your ears. But yeah. on that tip of DIY making, I'm sure that many of you out there at home have been doing a lot of sewing and a lot of crafting and perhaps a little bit of mending. I know personally that I have at least like six different things that I need to bust my sewing kit out and do a little bit of work on. Well. If you're doing that and it's becoming a little bit routine, I have something to recommend for you. And this is part and parcel to an event that I actually uh, put on last year at the Textile Art Center here in Brooklyn. But there is this Dutch fashion collective. Their name is Painted Series. And they have created this game, which is called Golden Joinery. And the concept of the game is based on the Japanese practice, which is called Kintsugi. And that is when, if you have, if you break a piece of porcelain or a piece of ceramic, that you can then mend it and put it back together. But when you do so, you mend it with gold. Therefore, you make all the imperfections in it visible and so everyone can see. So they have applied this same concept to mending your garments. And around this, they have created this whole game. You can actually go over to their website. It's called goldenjoinery.com. So if you're at home with your family, or even if you want to do this online with your friends, basically what they do is they've created a board game that governs you using metallic golden textiles and threads to repair all of your garments. And it's really, really fun. It it takes a couple hours. Sometimes you switch garments and you collaborate with somebody else if you're doing it in real life. But if you order their game, it comes with the game board, all of the rules. It comes with pins. It comes with golden threads and golden fabrics. Um, And it even comes with tea bags so you can make yourself some tea while you're playing the game. But basically, it's it's, it's kind of like a like an old school mending session that's governed by the rules of the game. And it's very, very cool. And when we did it um, here in Brooklyn last year, we all loved it so much. That kind of like mending session has continued on, maybe not necessarily all in gold, but I personally have continued that practice myself. And now if I mend something myself, I just do it in gold all the time. It's my new thing. 
This is so cool. I yeah. am definitely going to be buying their game. Um, I love it. It says that um, the age is eight to one hundred and eight. Uh huh. <laughs> and, and, and basically, it's it, they say on their website also invitees are requested to bring a deer but broken garment and mend it with gold. Instead of hiding the repair, it becomes ornament, celebrating imperfection. So awesome. Maybe this is something we could spend an afternoon doing over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Do you have anything else this week? That's actually all I have for this week. What about you? No, that's it. That's all I got. We're going to keep it rather short and sweet this week so we don't overload you with content. (laughs) Although I will say, I think we suggested some pretty fun things to do, (laughs) be it reading or, um, you know, repairing your garments with gold thread that have nothing to do with the internet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's your choice. All right. Well, that does it for us today. So of course, remember to tune in this Tuesday for our uh, full length episode. And of course, reach out to us. Let us know what you're doing. If you have any suggestions of things for Fashion History Now, if you have any Fashion History Mystery Queries, you can always reach out to us on Instagram at dressed underscore podcast. Or you can always, of course, email us at dressed at iheartmedia.com. Thank you, as always, to our producers, Casey Pegram and Holly Fry, and everyone else at iHeartMedia that makes the show possible each week. We will catch you on Tuesday. Bye. Dress, the History of Fashion is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to your favorite shows.